0: Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Underhood Show presented by Mel Hamilton Ford. My name is Phil Nightingale. I'm the general manager and Josh Proffitt, our service director. Morning, Josh. Hey, we got a special guest here today this morning. Morning, Aaron. Good morning, guys. Aaron Cooper with the badass dragster, as you call <laughs> it. Yeah, I'll take that. I would love to, that. love to get behind the seat of that thing with about a quarter throttle, about all I want to take on that <laughs> damn thing. Uh, but anyway, Aaron, hey, got a text this morning, want to come jump on the show. Always excited to have anybody that wants to jump on the show. So, Aaron, thanks for coming in and hanging out with us with this hour. I know we got a lot of stuff to talk about with Aaron, but, uh, you know, hey, guys, this is a call-in show, and it's normally about something ailing your car, tires, brakes, battery, something wrong with your car. But today, we want to talk to Aaron. So, if you've got any questions about Aaron driving a Nitro, it, it is Nitro, yeah, I'm injected, saying that right? Injected Nitro. Injected Nitro Dragster, and how fun that is, and the the, the G-Force, and the thrill, and the 286 286. 286. I knew that's close. Mile an hour. And it's still that's a record still, isn't it? Yeah, record for our class. That's pretty cool. So we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. But uh 316-462-3673. Hey, that's the number to dial up. Anybody, anything ailing in your car? But today we want to talk to Aaron. Get him any questions you might have about driving the nitro injected dragster uh we've had it out here of course your dad drove it out here though didn't he on the yeah, front he, of the store yeah he did. we gotta do that again there, yeah. anyway i was just talking to lisa yesterday uh we've got that commercial out there with out in front of the store and everything else like that and the thing is about three years old but you know it was fun to do that commercial i said we gotta update it so aaron we're gonna have to get your nitro car out here and do a little burnout in front of the store i know that's kind of hard to do you don't really want to do it or anything I don't either. I don't want to get the Mustang out and fry the tires on or anything either. So you might be ready for that, for that phone call. We have to bring that dragster out here and fire it up and do a little burnout for another TV shot and uh, make a new commercial stuff too. So, but anyway, Josh is always what's in that price package for each and every call. And again, when you call and talk to Aaron, you get this price package. So any caller calls in today, uh, Great price package as always, Josh. What's in that package?
1: So we're going to mail it out to you, but it's going to consist of the works, which is an oil change and tire rotation. We use Motorcraft oil and filter products here at Mel Hamilton Ford. Uh, while we're performing that, we're also going to complete a multi-point inspection on your vehicle, checking over the brakes, tires, steering, suspension, all the safety-related components uh, on the vehicle. You'll also receive yourself $10 to Mel's Diner, so you can get yourself something to eat and drink while you're here with us at the big corner complete nitrogen for your tires so you get all the uh, benefits that nitrogen has to offer and then a BG products package which is going to consist of a can of MOA or motor oil additive for your engine oil and then CF5 for your fuel system again just getting that vehicle geared up and ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving so
0: all right so let's get the phones ringing 316-462-3673 that comes in right here at the main store tell them you want to jump in on the podcast and ask Aaron a question about driving the in- injected nitro funny car okay so let's talk about that car for just a minute well first off let's tell everybody so our listeners kind of might not know what that car is or whatever but it's a dragster uh you're running which class is it again that you run uh,
2: we run in the top alcohol class you know it's uh same wheelbase as your top fuel cars your 300 inch wheelbase uh just there's you know our injected nitro is you know that no supercharger you know you're just the nitro is our power adder and there's another car in our class call them blown cars you know yep they run the supercharger but they run on alcohol so that's you know that's, that's their the power difference. charger yeah that's it their... makes a cool little competitive thing in the class you know they try and keep it with the rules pretty pretty even numbers so but the blower can only run alcohol but you yep. can run nitro yep up to 95 percent try and keep we, it right yeah. up
0: around that 94.8.9 yeah So now let's tell our listeners, nitro, what that really is. I mean, I know what it is. Josh knows you know what it is, but kind of in layman terms, what's, what is nitro compared to like gasoline that we get, we go to the pump at QT and grab, what is nitro different for and what's it, how, how different is, I guess. So
2: it's a, it's, it's, it's not so much more flammable, but it's a lot more combustible. So yeah, it's a. You know, you can, there's an old saying, I've never tried it, but you can stick a match or a lighter to nitro and it won't do anything, but you can hit it with the hammer and it'll blow the hammer up in the air. Yeah. So it's just, it's,
0: well, and I've seen, been not near, but I've heard and been close to where some guys forgot about the nitro being in like a header or being in a head or whatever and making it pop and bang and go and, and hurting some people uh being careful so don't you have to go through some kind of a shutdown or something like that to get all the nitro out of the car or something uh,
2: the main thing on the startup is you know you start them on alcohol yeah and that you know you, you kind of flood the heads and everything with that and then you switch it over to nitro a nice little gradual switch and then you know from burnout there on you're on nitro yeah so doesn't that happen though can some unburned nitro still stay in there or something and yes. that's where the guys get hurt so uh yeah, my, you know, I've heard some war stories from yeah. my dad and Stan and some of the guys back in Stan Smith, Kyle's dad, and
0: yeah, uh, I'm based- he's, I bet he's listening. He? Any, <laughs> you guys kind of don't stack anything on each
2: other, do you? Uh-uh. You and Kyle, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So after the run, you know, we'll take you kind of wind wind the motor over, make sure your, yeah. uh, your kill wires are off and everything, and you win the motor over you know, and then you see really how much fuel comes out of there when you wind it over it's coming straight out of the heads and the, and the exhaust pipes and everything. And then you take it out and you really want to let that all dry out. You yeah. know, we got blowers going rags under yeah. the head, sucking it up. But then, you know, after the service and stuff, it pretty much works its way out of there. Yeah. So anyway,
0: 95% nitro, the other 5% is alcohol, yep. right? Uh, but it is a very powerful fuel, I guess is how you'd say it. I mean, it's, powerful you I mean you can hear it. i love to hear that thing I, like you said when you started on the alcohol and then you gradually switch it over and how much difference that uh sound it makes i guess is what you'd want to say or whatever but now
1: that nitro is pretty cheap too isn't it
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah
2: i didn't every day too
1: yeah. Yeah, well and what you were saying the the consumption i'm sure uh so it compared to you know alcohol it is a lot different
2: yeah so you know, you get you come in about it. You know, fifty five gallon barrel, but it's you know not full. And yeah, you're usually going through about five gallons a run. You know, you're, you know I make a full five gallon jug, and if I got about a half gallon left over, that means it made a pretty good run and didn't <laughs> burn as much fuel. So,
1: means means you uh, you were efficient that yeah. run. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh yeah to go through five gallons, and like you said, when you shut it off to see how much that's actually putting in there at one time is <laughs> is kind of insane too, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh. It's
2: one big thing, you know, you don't over time it does, but, you know, say the car smokes tires off the hit, you know, you'll see most of those guys, they're in there shutting off the fuel pump, letting it kind of wind up and shutting it off, save as much nitro as possible, which coasts down the track on its own power. You know? Yeah. yeah it's,
0: uh, that nitro is very expensive, but uh, that, that is what makes the power and stuff. So what made you
2: decide to go nitro instead of a blower? Well, you know, my dad was kind of, you know, there's a lot of people doing it, but I want to say they were one of the pioneers of this injected Your dad is, stuff and yeah, you know, my dad and several other people, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, several guys doing it. Randy Meyer in there. Yeah. But, uh, I think it was, you know, kind of started off as a cheaper way, I think than because blowers are expensive, you know, superchargers are expensive, but it's all expensive, but just yeah. kind of turned into a competitive deal kind of one of those deals just kind of want to do it yeah got to prove some people wrong and that kind of thing right they had some ideas people told them it wouldn't work they you know it took time but they all made it work and now I'd say they're stacked pretty evenly you see a lot more injected nitro cars in some areas some more oh really so it's kind of an area kind of a thing yeah i'd say texas and kansas I, i couldn't i don't really know if there's a blower car really in the this kind of region really that's yeah, I know another guy kind of builds race cars kind of like that. You tell him it can't be done, and he'll prove you wrong.
0: This <laughs> guy <laughs> kind of builds him, his dad, Buddy Mullins and Tanner. Yep. Uh, Buddy's always that kind of way. Someone tells you can't do it, well, he's going to prove him wrong and stuff, too. So it's kind of it's always fun to watch what Buddy can do with race cars. And I'm sure it's the same thing with your dad and stuff, too. To tell him it can't be done, and guess what? Well, we're going to make it done, and we're going to prove you wrong, and we're going to beat everybody's butt with it. It's what we're going to do. So <laughs> No, I get it. So uh you've had a pretty good season so far. How many races have you run so far?
2: Oh, uh, we ran two races. Two? Yeah. Our first race, we went to the final round out in Rose, Louisiana, made some really cool. good runs, another, you know, three more two hundred and eighty mile an hour plus runs and went to Houston and battled some demons there and lost first round. But uh but anyway, let's talk also let's tell everybody
0: two hundred and eighty six mile an hour in the quarter mile, right? Yep, that's uh, and how fat what's this t- elapsed time to run that. Uh,
2: we actually ran my fastest et for that it was a five point two zero two seconds you know 5.2 seconds for a quarter mile yeah. 286 miles. just want to go once yeah just yeah. want to go once <laughs> and it'll make you do it about six times before they let you go once
3: <laughs> i get it i get it I, get, I know
2: i would just love to
0: do the take one of those uh, cars and you do you yeah when you do your burnout do you have like a little
2: throttle stop on it or something yeah those are so that tells you how much power these cars really have. Our throttle stop only allows the injector to open an eighth of an inch for our burnouts, and yeah. the motor still goes, you yeah. know, five yeah. six grand in the burnout. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I just want to do the quarter eighth inch thing. Is all I want. Just let me do that one time. <laughs> I've been teasing Mark more about that too, to get behind his wheel of his cars and stuff too. Uh, but think on his though, he's a, he's just a, he's an alcohol car.
2: Yeah, they probably run on methanol, so yeah. Yeah,
0: he runs methanol and stuff, too. Hey, let's get the phones ringing. 316-462-3673. Talk to Aaron Cooper on his badass nitro-injected funny uh, fuel dragster. Not a funny <laughs> car. Uh, we'd love to answer any questions, but again, if you got something in your car, we'd love to answer those questions, too. you get that great price package. about over 130 bucks for each and every caller. So let's get the phones ringing.
2: 316-462-3673. So anyway, Aaron, uh, big race coming up this week, right? Yep, great, Ben. Yeah. Um, excited to go out there since they've done all that work to the track. I've heard it's a uh, pretty, pretty nice now. So very cool. So this about. is what you call a division five. It's yeah. So for a uh, bracket classes, it'll be a division five race. We race in a region. So it's division four. We call it a regional race and division four and five central region. Okay. So what's the different divisions?
0: So our listeners kind of understand what this like a division five. I don't, I, I don't know all those divisions either.
2: Uh, so the, they used to break it up, you know, you ran by division, but with dropping car counts and stuff, it works out a lot better to do it as a region because most of the races are, you know, you're going to travel to them anyway. Yeah, so you, know. you got division one and two in the uh, region, then you got three and then four and five and then six, or I might be saying that wrong. So there's eight, there's, there's eight, eight divisions. divisions, I believe. <laughs> so <laughs> do you race one that. division or? So we, we race region. So division, region. division four and five is our central region. Okay. So that's a region kind of a yeah. situation. so, you went to louisiana you've been
0: to what'd you say houston
2: yep houston was the national event so yeah we travel for central region as far out as louisiana even out to iowa you know it's so how many races will you run like 10 a year yeah eight to ten is usually what we run you know some other teams run full circuit 15 20 races but yeah but you're just kind of staying yeah. in your region and you yeah we of, run, run the our states. five or five region races and then uh We'll usually throw in some national events in there. Some, you know, Topeka, Dallas, Houston. Yeah, um, Indy. If we're in the Jags, we'll be there. So, so
0: this is a regional that you're going to. It. It's not a national event. It's a regional nope. event that you're going to. at Great Bend. And what days is all that? And when can people come watch you and all that good stuff at Great Bend?
2: So Friday, there will be cars running Friday. We'll have one qualifier Friday night at five, and then we'll run two qualifiers Saturday, I believe kind of that same time frame, like 3.30 and 5. I might be wrong on that. Might Close be three to and five. Yeah, you know. Of course, I've, I've never been to a drag ship that was on time.
0: That's <laughs> kind of the dirt track way, too. <laughs> yeah. Start at 7
2: o'clock. 6 o'clock
0: hot lap, 7 o'clock race time. Well, we're, we're still hot lap, but 7.
2: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, five, we'll be out there at 7 in the morning. Yeah. Some, some, yeah. some idea on the car. Just thinking of something. But yeah. then uh, Sunday, it'll go into eliminations at noon. And then for there, you know, it's eight-car field, so it'll only be three rounds of eliminations. Probably. Eight cards out of 16, huh? Yeah, you know, 16 they do for the national events, all the regional races. Regions are eight because usually a little bit lower car count at the regional races.
0: So, Great Ben's done a bunch of work. What have, what have, I didn't realize, I knew they were doing some, but what all have they done to the track out there? And you say it's pretty nice. Uh,
2: I believe they resurfaced the whole racetrack. Um, really? Uh, new concrete guardrails and stuff, all new stuff. Uh, I don't know if they've done much work on the pit area or anything. Mm-hmm. But mainly uh, the track. Huh? Yeah. I, I've just heard it's it's very nice. I'm excited to go out there and make some runs on it. So anyway, if you want to go watch, you want to go out basically Friday evening. Yep. Friday evening and then Saturday, Saturday midday. Yep.
0: And then Sunday, what time will it make Should start then? I'll start ar- at noon. Noon. on, on Around Sunday. noon. You know, you
2: don't want to hold them too much on the time. I'm <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, you know, just trying to get some ideas kind of when people can know when they head to great men, what they want to do and that kind of thing. Of course, I know our parts trailer and fuel truck will be there to help support and everything else too from that standpoint. So I know Nick Roberts is excited to go and. everything else too so uh hey anyway good morning james Furman, josh blick good morning jim petty good morning and jason cox good morning thanks for watching everybody hey let's get the phones ringing let's get some questions here going for aaron josh and i answering all the giving all these questions but let's get some callers to answer some questions uh that aaron can answer for you about any question you might have about drag racing uh headed headed to great bend and uh anything about that nitro car and uh yeah we're gonna take it for a spin later no we're not
1: <laughs> want to but we're not so aaron what uh what was the very first car you raced
2: uh just a junior dragster That's where i started like yeah don't want to get myself in trouble
1: here might have started a little younger yeah. than eight but... <laughs> <laughs> uh. i'm with your dad doing it i'm sure you probably started pretty early in the in in the in the career i guess you know it's
2: it, you kind of you're around that stuff so much you kind of realize that other people don't get to do that much stuff yeah. and i don't want to yeah. say i ever took it for granted or anything because i've always you know tried to work on the car as much as i can and learn as much as i can but yeah when you get a little older you see like oh you weren't going 80 miles an hour at seven years old <laughs> and yeah. it's like, you know, yeah we yeah. lied
0: about we had a, another bircher tip we brought out on that deal <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i get it so jumped in a junior dragster to start out with and uh where'd you go from there Just junior dragster and
2: ran that until it's probably 17. I don't think I raced my 18 year old year, but, uh, we built a super comp car with kind of the hopes of me and my sister to be able to drive it. And, you know, I made a couple of runs in it and kind of just told my dad, you know, I'd rather wait to drive that, you know, whenever you're ready to let me drive Can it what, tell our care. listeners what a super comp
0: car is. so They kind of understand
2: that it's so your like, what kind of car was it? It was a dragster. So dragster. Yeah, it's just had a small block in it. Jim Ford car. Yeah. Uh, you know, some people run them with throttle stops, uh, but we kind of, we're just going to run the, that straight 890 kind of,
3: mm-hmm.
2: no throttle stop. So a super comp car there, it's
0: 890s. Yeah. I, th- I believe that's the index that. Something like that. So you're, you're, that's what I'm trying to get the listeners to understand from an 890 to a 520. That doesn't seem like a lot, but it's huge Yeah. to make that up that three seconds there from what, well, really three and a half seconds. Uh, from that part to
2: go that much faster that much quicker yeah de- depending on the setup of those cars you know you're going to be running from like 160 to one probably one high 170 mile an hour so yeah it's all about you know the throttle stop and the power of the car okay so what kind of horsepower did that super comp car have Do
0: you know i honestly don't know that was <laughs> probably i would guess what thousand maybe or something like that
2: it's probably yeah so then how much horsepower does that nitro car got Do you know that that's yeah it's got it's a little under four thousand. it's just it's just it's 5, <laughs>
4: This little 4
0: <laughs> I'd love to get yeah. in behind that with. How about you, Josh? Would you? Like to uh, yeah,
1: I can park it at the first curb. I'm almost of course, certain. First, that's...
0: first thing I'd want to know if park your first curb is what's the cost to build that thing, bitch, In case I wreck that goddamn thing, I got <laughs> enough money to pay you back or I fuck it up.
2: Oop, I didn't say that. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, this car's got sentimental value more than uh, monetary yeah. value. I think. You know, I've been around this car since I was a little kid. My dad. Oh, was, really? You've had it that long, huh? Well, we we haven't owned it that long. Um, Alan Hartley still sponsored us and stuff. He owned this car as a top fuel car, and uh, after oh, so my, it was a top
0: fuel car one time.
2: Yeah, after my dad moved out of the service industry, he worked for this team, and uh, yeah, I just spent a lot of days at the shop and with that car, and dreamed of driving it, and it kind of came true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah, Greg. Sorry, let that slide out there. He gets excited when you
0: talk about racing. It happens. I do get a little, (laughs) and that is just it. I don't care what racing. We're, we're, I'm excited to go to Dodge City, not to go dirt track racing, but uh, the drag racing is fun. i'm still a little bent that i didn't get to drive our black chrome car out there yet at the drag strip yet but it will, oh, i'll get that yeah. here for
1: you the weather's uh looks like next week man is uh finally turning around yeah, get they, rid of some they of this rained rain out today get, didn't they yeah. yeah get get dried up and go from there so uh, what's your favorite track uh dallas like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's dallas where, is, is it
2: yeah that's where i set the uh yeah, well, well, yeah the records you. i've been to a final round there uh yeah i've just everything's better in texas right so
1: do you <laughs> <laughs> so do you, when you go to dallas you feel have a little more confidence behind you or i but, mean what's the uh, with how the car is running now i'm you know cocky
2: and confidence are two different things well but I'd yeah say i'm pretty yeah. much confident that we've got a chance about anybody out there right now so
1: very good yeah
2: it makes a huge difference uh,
1: you know when you go somewhere and you're worried about this and that and maybe chasing ghosts or demons like you said yeah. and
2: We've got we've gotten pretty good, you know. We've gotten a lot better at our uh, data acquisition, keeping a good clutch program. You know, it, it makes it a lot easier now. There's Mark Dinner. If you're watching, thank you for helping me with that. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, that's one thing. Is it's really the real true things like we were talking before you got on the show. Uh, you had a little tire shake last week or whatever it was. You had your situation stuff, but that's all in that clutch, isn't it? It's yeah. how you, in that, correct me if I'm wrong, but that clutch, you, you dial that clutch in to how
2: quick it brings the power to the car. Is that right? Yep. And then we have timing too, but yeah, that is really the clutch. You know, you're you're either in front of the tire or you're behind the tire, and that's what can really cause tire shake. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're bringing in the power too early, or you're a little bit behind, and the motor's a little ahead, the clutch is a little, you know, it can all. And that clutch is all mechanical
0: too, isn't it? Or is there any electronics or anything with it's that? It's just a centrifugal clutch, yeah. And you've got to. And I think that's where your dad, that's where he puts his time in, right? Because that's where it's at.
2: Yeah, he was Uh, the clutch
0: man on that top
2: fuel car, so he's – he knows what he's doing yeah. with those clutches and stuff, too. Some of that stuff, you know, straight over my head, but I, I <laughs> nod my head and try and learn a little. <laughs> well, that's kind of, you know, relating back to the dirt
0: track and stuff, too. When I raced that, we had a solid axle and some leaf springs and a couple of coilovers in the back. Now we got this four-link stuff. I got no clue what's going on back here. Buddy and Tanner, hey, they got a question here, you know. <laughs> so I'm in the same boat with you on that thing, too, of knowing how that works. But that's why I was trying to get across to the listeners. It's all about guessing what the track's going to be like knowing how to put that clutch in there and then and then timing that clutch to to come in at the right time and stuff. And it's not electronic. It's not anything else like that too. But the other thing you threw out there is you talked about data acquisition. You've got things on that car that's modern with that car doing from the minute you fire it to the minute it shuts off, right?
2: Yep. And, that you know, just kind of, oh, we were a little old school. You know, it's that's how he's raced his whole life. And yep. so now, you know, you can look at so much stuff on those race packs it's oh. it's almost insane how much overwhelming. It you can really get. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it can get overwhelming until you really try and break it down. And that's what we've been really trying to do is you know, okay, we saw some a good run here. These splits were better here. It, you know, best mm-hmm. time here. And you really can take a sheet and put all put all the important stuff, you know, the stuff you really want to look at on there. Yeah. And uh yeah, that's pretty much what we've done. Made a made a pretty good Excel sheet with the help of Mark Dinner and you, you catch really more helps. data each time and keep learning each time you do it and stuff. And, it takes a little bit of the guesswork out, I would say. And you're still guessing well, so in, that, in, a, in a sense, but yeah, am yeah. coming there with more of a plan.
1: The other side of that is when you show up to a track, I mean, you guys have to take uh, atmospheric conditions mm-hmm. into consideration uh, when when you're setting that car up, right?
2: Yeah, alt- altitude and to water grains are, you know, humidity and water grains are really big on these cars. Water grains? What's that? Percent of H2O in the air and yeah. moisture, it's, really? it's a little, just a little bit different measurement than humidity, but it kind of equals out to the same thing. Sam works up too. Anyway, so water drains, grains, 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 yeah, grains. You, you know, more, cause we're naturally aspirated. So the thicker the air, the harder it yep. is to burn the fuel. So it's just so tune then, that with head gaskets and everything. So do that water grains, does
0: that affect with temperature? That's uh, more, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think through my head because basically, I, you know, we race most of the time, all the time. We're mace 99% of the time we race is, it's at night. So it's cooler and everything else like that too. And I mean, you can really tell a difference in the power when it's 50 degrees out and then hundred degrees out for sure. And we got to call it do we do? Yeah.
1: Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Jordan. Jordan, you're on live with under the hood. Go ahead.
5: up, well, guys. How are we doing this morning?
1: Doing great. How about yourself?
5: I'm doing real good, real good. You guys look sharp this morning. Three good looking dudes, three sharp haircuts. That's what I
1: see.
5: Here's <laughs> something else, Jordan.
0: Hey, real quick, before you get to your question you have, how is everything in Andover? Is we getting a little head of the game yet? Are we still behind the game yet? Or how's everything happening in Andover?
5: Oh my gosh, the, everyone's descended on it like worker ants into the hive. Like It's just crazy how much they've already done. It's Um, I mean obviously there's gonna be work here for a long time, but um as far as the cleanup goes, it's all hands on deck. There's people from all over the place. Volunteers, the American or the United Way and the I don't remember all the volunteer groups, but there's a bunch of them. Convoy of Hope and they're just going around just cleaning everything. And um yeah, it's it's amazing the progress they've made.
0: Very cool. So how's the why? I know that you wouldn't the why wanna bigger buildings that kind of took some pretty good damage
5: um the y is 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 unrepairable and so i actually friends with someone that's on the board of directors at the y um and so what the y has decided to do right now they're looking for some space here in andover to rent they're looking for 3,000 square foot um somewhere near the andover area where they can basically set up a temporary y um and you know just basically put the basics out there your treadmills your weight benches um a couple locker rooms you know won't have the pool won't have the water park but um just a basic so that the citizens of andover can have a close ymca um and then they're saying two years on the rebuild
0: yeah i bet so And well then now our supply chain the way things are and stuff too that's probably going to slow it up a little bit too so it's a completely rebuild i got yeah tell you. i mean who
5: knows with that
0: but it's got to be completely torn down and start over huh
5: um that is the way he conveyed it to me yeah that is the structure is unrepairable they're going to literally have to dose it and and rebuild
0: oh that's too bad well i feel sorry for everybody out in andover glad everybody's getting a little bit of progress and a little bit of help uh going i've had several phone calls of different people calling me doing help and of course leases on the board at the y so the dealership has done a bunch of stuff through the y To help donate different things there too from that part, and uh, like I said, we've had several customers call us for need some help with stuff and everything else too. So glad to help where we can help and all that kind of stuff too. So glad things are at least a little bit on the mend there in Andover for that terrible. Yeah, yeah.
5: And I've actually had, you know, that's we appreciate everything you guys are doing. I know I have heard that the wise at least is on the board for that. You guys have done some stuff, and we've had people reach out to us personally. Hey. You know, do you need anything, Jordan? What can I do to help? Can I buy you something? And I'm like, no, absolutely not. You know, we took very little damage. We have good insurance. If you want to help someone, call this group. Call the Convoy of Hope. Go up here to the Baptist Church. Ask them. They'll tell you who to help. Like, I appreciate it, but I'm fine. My family's fine. We don't need anything. But there are several that do, and we've, you know, we've tried to point them in the right direction.
0: Very good. So once again, glad, and I still think the final tally was nobody was fatalities there at all right no fatalities
5: um one broken leg was the worst and there there is still a dog missing um so you know that's really sad i'd definitely consider that a fatality that's that's probably the worst thing there is a family pet that they still have recovered.
0: that's one okay well that's good That's, that's that's a blessing there for as bad as that trainer looked i seen a video of when it went across kellogg or 400 whatever you want to say and it was kind of crazy. There was a semi coming, and then right behind that semi went that tornado. I don't know how he timed it, just like he did or whatever, but holy smokes, it was a split seconds, or he'd have been right in the middle of that thing uh, from that part. So,
5: yeah, I saw that same video, and he just seemed to be casually headed, headed, you know, headed out west. And I'm like, are you looking in your rearview mirror, buddy? Like, I don't even think he knew.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think he did either. He probably, I bet wonder he's wondering now. He's like, of course, who you knows? I mean, he didn't eat. Yeah, he just kept on cruising. He didn't think anything about it. but East maybe bound and down.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's oh, he's bounded down, I think. But,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, maybe he's, who knows where he's from or whatever. He probably didn't know anything. Even <laughs> but I don't know. So, anyway, hey, yeah, anyway, so, I think he
5: had the music up.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. He was
5: just rolling. <laughs> uh, he was on trailer for sale Rent. You know, he was just the <laughs> king of the road. No clue right, right behind him. is Just getting <laughs> demolished.
2: <laughs> wondering why so many spots were open at the next truck stop.
1: <laughs> yeah, no joke. Well, Jordan, uh, oh do you have a question gosh. for us today?
5: I did. I did have a question. know oh, We got to talking. That happens with us. I got two <laughs> questions. We're talking about Two two part question. One, I i heard you guys say earlier that that thing has a centrifugal clutch. You're telling me that fire breathing, pavement ripping monster's got a go kart clutch? <laughs> it's a little bigger
2: than yeah, but but it's. Is that go- what I'm hearing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. uh, yeah, <laughs> go yeah, kart you're, clutch. You're basically hoping it for to wear enough to where it goes one to one and locks up with the motor during the run. So,
5: yeah. So just big, just on a bigger scale, big, big springs. It throws out some shoes, bites up, takes off, just like no clutch.
2: Uh No springs, but yeah, the, these, these have levers. So the force, uh, force pushes the levers down, wears more clutch. Try basically tries to weld it together. Weld it together.
5: Oh I would, I would almost bet that's gotta be rebuilt after every run. I was going to yep.
2: say, yeah, uh, Yep, all, all the discs, all the floaters come out after every run. We usually recut the flywheel, recut the hat, whole new, whole new set of discs. You got all the like lace out there to cut it down, huh? Yeah, it's a, it's a clutch. You know, it's a spinning tabletop, and it zeroes out, and you know, you go through there. Flywheel
0: each time. How, how can you go through? Most a...
2: people don't cut their flywheel each time, but you do. We do. Yeah.
0: So, how long does a flywheel last?
2: Oh, so you got facings
0: on there, and I mean, oh, you can replace just the facing. Yeah. On the so flywheel. The,
2: the facings will usually lasts us depending on you know how many rounds you go and yeah the runs you make but we've ran them two years you know this we're about to puts we ordered some new ones after last year so
1: you surely just have them in the trailer ready to go or do you actually cut out no, it's time? uh
2: they got to be cut for the clutch and then yes. yeah so like the facing stay in there yeah flywheel for a, quite a bit of runs but we got some extras ready
1: to go
0: <laughs> so how much do you take off each time Thousands, just just to zero just, it back out. Just to zero it back out. So just thousands, not like ten thousands or twenty thousand like we do on a brake lathe on turning rotors. So that's what I kept thinking. Maybe that was that much, but it's not. It's just thousands of an inch that you're taking off. So I guess I can see how that can last a lot longer than a I kept thinking about a brake rotor, turning them
1: down and what would happen there too. Well, and then every every time you turn it it gets thinner and so it gets hotter quicker and everything else. Huh.
0: Go yeah, kart you
1: clutch. Can I can't believe
2: with, Jordan, yeah. you called that a go kart clutch. <laughs> Hey, Junior Dragsters, that's pretty much what we had on them, a little go-kart clutch. We lose Jordan. What, oh, there you are. What it is. That's,
0: that's what it
5: what is. It is a that's clutch. a go-kart clutch. And a business, you guys are, you guys are talking about thousands, business card, Business cards, 5,000. Thank you, high school machine tool class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Uh, I know this stuff. Okay, my final question, one last question before I get off here, because I do got to get to work because I am busy, busy. But – um. I mean, this is going to sound stupid, but what is nitro? What is nitromethane? I mean, so, I know that, you know, gasoline is a petroleum product, and I know methanol is basically made from corn. Like, what, what is nitro? Is it just super high octane? I mean, what makes it go boom? So, it's
2: a, it's a byproduct of making diesel fuel, I believe, and that's it can't really be made in the United States. You know, all this stuff is shipped here from the diesel plants in Japan, basically. But, yeah, it's just a byproduct, and it's very combustible.
5: <laughs> Yeap. Yeah! Wow! Cool. Just super, super combustible. Yeah, and it's a byproduct of diesel fuel.
2: Yeah, I believe. I believe. I'll be darned.
5: So, top fuel dragsters are a diesel engine with a go cut clutch. Now I know the truth. <laughs> that is impressive. <laughs> 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 it's a Cummins with a mccullough man. How do they do it? <laughs> How do they do it? <laughs> oh, you're something. All right. Well, you guys enjoy your weekend. I appreciate it. No problem at all, Jordan. Thanks for the
0: call. Have a good day, buddy. We'll talk to you soon, man. Okay, we got a question coming in. uh, Josh Blick, question for Aaron. How much or if any teardown is needed after each race? Well, we kind of talked about the clutch. Yeah, we know
2: that goes every time. I'm going to deter some people from top alcohol racing right here. So (laughs) uh, depending on if you're going to make a tune-up change, say you want to change a head, you know, pull the valve cover, pull the stands, pull the whole head. Set the new head gasket on there, put it all back on, retorque it. We might do that, you know. If we're changing one, you gotta change the other because Yep, gotta change them both. Uh, drop the oil pan after every so run. So we'll back up a minute. Do you have different heads for different not same heads but uh, different head gaskets? We might change our, you know, spring size, always pretty much running the same valves. Uh, okay.
1: And you're putting head gaskets on it because
2: so that's how we tune our car. So say you want it to have a little bit more compression in the motor, a little more power. You can go lower, higher on the head gasket. You want less. You can go lower on the head gasket. You know, it's that's one of the big ways we tune our car with the timing curves and stuff. But wow, I didn't know you time it with a head
0: gasket. But I understand what you're doing now. But yeah, I didn't realize that would really you actually did that to get the, the
2: dial a motor in. Yeah, it's it's all about compression in the motor at that point. But okay, so after each run, you might take a head off. Or I guess oh, so. the head, the valve covers coming off. It's, no matter what. This, yeah, the stands, all that lash is getting reset on the stands. Got reset lash. I get that, yeah. And, uh, you know, that would be the most basic of that part of the teardown. Whole clutch comes out. Uh, and we're going to drop the oil pan, depending on what it did, you know, or how much time we have. You might check a couple of the the bearings, or you're going to check all the bearings. Sometimes you might check a main bearing. But, so you pull the pan and Yeah, pull, you know, pull the rod caps off. Check, roll a couple bearings out. If everything looks good. It doesn't look like anything went through it. You know, slap it all back on there, retorque retorque all the rod caps, pan back on it, oil in it. How often do you pull a piston or pull the pistons out to re-ring it? Because
0: like uh, I, like I used to when I was in Topeka in the eighties, I had uh was Pontiac so Pontiac was big in the drag and I had all those guys. I'd clear my lot off and all the semis would come in and we'd have their cars and everything. So I got a heck a great parking I could pull them pull pull them park beside uh, Jimmy Yates. I'm my, my demo right there beside him, and all that stuff, and and we could go right through there, and and uh, those guys tear a motor down completely after every run. Yeah, I see the the heads
2: come off, the pistons come out, all that kind of stuff. So, how often do you re-ring one? Well, we actually, you know, that's one of the other ways. You know, if we want to do something, we have different sets of pistons that will run in different air. So, okay, yeah, that makes sense. We yep. usually, you know, re-ring them all right there. But that's, you know, it's only. We're only going to really pull a piston if we see that it scuffed the piston, or you know, you see that the sleeve might have got just a tiny bit beat up. So, basically, but, you, could, you could go a whole weekend racing and not tear
0: pull a piston or completely. We've tear. actually,
2: we have not, you know, knock on wood with yeah. this tune up and how we've been running the car. We have, we have been able to make keep it, the dollar go a little further, basically, you know, stretch okay, the parts out.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. So, uh We'll continue this conversation, but let's go to the phones like talks. Uh, John, John, you're on live with Under the Hood. Go ahead.
4: Yeah. um Anyways, um, um sometimes when it's hot, you know, outside, you know, got to use your air conditioner in the car. Well, um, my air conditioner is blowing, but it's not blowing out cold air. So I'm not for sure if it needs uh, Freon or what.
1: What kind of vehicle are we working on, John?
4: 2011 Chevy Aveo LT5. Yeah.
1: Uh, so definitely a couple things could, could be going on. Uh, one, just the electronically, uh, the side of the AC, you know, the compressor clutch or the control head that, that turns the compressor on uh, could be uh, not working. There could be a, a cycling switch that's uh, that's out of it. Uh, from the electrical side of things. But then, yeah, uh, refrigerant is a is a thing that system is designed to, if the system is so low, it will not cycle the clutch or turn it on uh, just for self-preservation. Uh, if there's not enough refrigerant in there, then it's unable to move that oil through the system and lubricate those components like it needs to while it's operating. So, uh, low refrigerant is a thing um, that could that could definitely cause it to not be cool. The other side of that is, uh, you know, the, the electrical side of the AC system. So let's get a diagnosis on uh,
0: John's car so we can take a look at it, John, at no charge and figure out if we need to put some Freon in it or if we need to
1: figure out an electrical issue, what we need to have. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we'll get that, uh, diagnostic added onto your package that we send out to you and, uh, take a look at it. You're definitely approaching the time of year where that's going to be a thing for using sure. using it so. already. <laughs> we need <laughs> yep. that AC, right? So, so. yeah, John, yep. let's get,
0: let's get that thing in here. Let's take a look at it. And, uh, after we get it done, Josh, maybe that'd be a thing to call update yep. us on the show. What happened on John's car, exactly what, what happened, we found what we yep. found wrong with it, and get him all fixed up. So, uh, John, we'll get that mailed out to you, but uh, maybe uh, after the show, we can call you and get an appointment scheduled up for you, too. All right. Thank you. Thanks for the call, John. Okay. 316-462-3670. God, I can't spit it out, can I? 316-462-3673. Anything in the car, tires, brakes, batteries, but also any questions for Aaron on his nitro injected uh, dragster. Uh, We've kind of going through before we got that call about tearing them down and stuff, and and what you have to do between rounds. And uh, here's a couple more questions. How many rounds did you win that
2: one year in Denver racing Junior? <laughs> that Trent is a good guy. Trent raced Junior uh, there, and their, him and their family raced with us. But yeah, we went to Denver when I was about 13 years old. And I, I think I won like 15 or 16 rounds in a row. I ended up losing really? in the big race, but I won the two first races. And I was it was kind of cool. I was a 13 year old racing in a 790 index with all the, all the big kids, you know. And really, and beat my sister in the semis of that too. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> so we a, we another local racer too. Me and Kyle Seacrest battled it out over the years in the juniors. Kyle Seacrest, yeah.
1: Huh? yeah. So yeah. is your sister all. older or younger? Sister's about a
2: year and a half older than me. So she still race? No, she's, she went to family, you know, the yeah. family life. <laughs> I got it. I hear you. I hear you. So, uh, let's see, make sure I got all the
0: questions. Hey, Claudie Brewer. Good morning, Claudia. It, it's 70 years old today. Yeah, yeah. Good for you, buddy. Hey, thanks for being on our team. Claudia. Thanks for all the drive and everything you do. Enjoy your day and, uh, hope you're going racing. I'm sure you're going somewhere to watch them racing somewhere or whatever, uh, from that part. So anyway, have a, have a great day on your birthday,
1: Claudie uh and so you went 15 rounds yeah because there, there was you weren't a, on cloud nine or anything were you uh yeah i was having a great yeah week. I was, <laughs> that was
2: one of, the, one of the better racing weeks of my life but yeah it's just because you know there's no buybacks in those kind of races you know you gotta just you just gotta out. you gotta win out and go don't yeah, you yeah we were it was a 790 index race and then the 13 14 year old like pre whatever shootout race yeah, I got some, got some cool trophies and some bonds that weren't worth as much as I thought they were going to be. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh,
0: how far is the junior director? Are they race? eighth mile. They saw that's yeah. why I thought there was the eighth mile they race and stuff too. So,
1: so you... we were talking about tearing this car down. Yeah, in between each run, and you said that you actually pull the oil pan off of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. drain the oil. You know, how much oil does it hold? we run just a little under four gallons in there four? yeah and so
1: you're sure you're surely changing the oil out right Yeah. so yeah.
2: what we'll do is you know you look you can you can rerun the oil but to a certain extent because the nitro does you know it gets in Dilutes, the lucas yeah the lucas mix is a little better that we've been using than some stuff in the past so you can get two maybe three runs out of it but if it <laughs> you see any metal in there you better go you're ahead done. and dump it yeah, yeah. and that's when you really start checking stuff you know that's the first thing you really look at is the oil coming out. See,
0: that's another thing with, I don't know how this is different or if it is different or whatever, is with alcohol, uh, you know, because back to our situation, we sometimes run race gas, run a run a VP uh, late model plus fuel, which is like about 115, 14 octane, but now we run some alcohol too. I get a lot more alcohol seems to go through the rings, past the rings a mm-hmm. lot more than what uh the gas does, but what's what about nitro? Is that kind of the same thing? Does it go through the rings pretty easy or not? Yeah, it's it, one so it's you dilute that, that oil down pretty quick too, don't yeah,
2: you? Yeah, one, two, two to three runs, three runs max. I don't know if we've ever really ran one three, we've always thought about it, but then we got the new oil sitting right there. gotta, got it, yeah, yeah
0: like it's that, that
1: is cheap insurance, uh, yeah. for sure, especially when you're talking. $4,000.
0: Okay, now Trent's trying to say closer to 20 rounds, not 15. I'll take the 20. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can say 20. They call that uh, Trent, a – Trent, Trent a, it sounds uh, like you need to get on the phone here. We need man. to have a little conversation going yeah. on here is what it sounds like
1: to me. They call that a fishing story. The, long, the longer <laughs> ago it was, the bigger the fish <laughs> gets. So so they, get enough people to tell it, it might be up to 100. <laughs> I'm surprised Kyle hasn't called in yet
0: or something chimed in here probably, Of course, she's probably still sleeping or something you he? probably, he'd probably working
2: on their stuff just like i'm gonna do it <laughs> yeah just kidding
0: yeah so anyway yeah trent it sounds like you need to get on the phone here and let's have a little conversation going here's what we need to have happen it's right there on the screen trent 316-462-3673 get a great price package for calling in trent <laughs> and uh, maybe we can get these stats
1: correct
3: <laughs> is what we identified need to correctly
1: <laughs> so from clutch to motor to oil pan Oil. I mean, what else as far as uh you know four the, gallons of oil. Yeah, on the tuning side of things. So the tuning, the race
2: pack stuff makes it you know pretty cool. You just have like this SD card thing, and you go out there, uh flip your switches on on your computer, downloads it, you know, straight to the laptop. You have all this different data, but the main thing you're really looking at is you know engine RPM and drive shaft, and you really want to see like where your car might have gotten a little bit of trouble, too much wheel speed, not enough wheel speed. You know what we always do is we have our our zero run, you know, this is our best run we ever made. Yeah. And we put it up to that. We say, okay, like
1: how do we how, get how there? do we improve? Yeah.
2: How do we back off a little? You know, it's all and then your timing curves, uh MSD has, you know, it kind of started off as more for street outlaw guys, basically, is what this deal was, you know, trying to get their cars on the street. But there's so many different points where you can, you know, pull timing out, put timing in. It really makes it hard but easy to tune. I I would think, you know, the more you do, the more you learn. It's definitely probably overwhelming
1: walking right into the deal, but then kind of as you're around it, you know, it makes sense, more sense, I guess. Yeah, I was a little discouraged
2: with myself when I first got in this thing because it was, you know, I felt like, man, like I thought I knew a little bit and I don't know anything. But, you know, you kind of take that with getting to work on the car as much as I do. You know, we are we just have a couple of crew guys. You know, Hugh Nicholson is a great guy here in town that comes over to shop all the time, helps us out. Gail Chestnut drives down from Topeka to help us out all the time. And then it's me and my dad, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that's our shop. That's our crew. You know, we have a couple other people that might travel to the race with us, but yeah, just knowing so much more now on the car and you can really know what you're doing. Then you really know what's in it before every run. It's like, it's a great, what uh, great combination. Can you talk about it or do you not want to talk about it? I get it when I ask this question,
0: but, uh, the timing curve, uh, is it like a gradual, is it an arc? Is it up and down? Is it just a solid, <laughs> like in our car on our
2: dirt car it's locked at one time in and that's it I, was, you know, I might have to call gary real quick and see no, just, <laughs> just uh, every, you know everybody's you know everybody's combinations are the same but they're so different yeah i really don't you know yeah i get that part People, I, I it's so yeah
0: it's, i don't let jake know a lot of things on that race car too because if he did because really I'm, I, I'm sure it's the same way in your sport as it is in anything else i know it has to be the same 95 percent of what you do when you put that helmet on is mental. You have to have yourself ready to go. You got to be your head's got to be there. Your attitude's got to be there. Your whole you just got to block everything else out, and you got to
1: can't be worried about the car either
0: or yeah. what what you know. Well, it's like Jake. We, we get going, and he thinks the brakes. Something's wrong with the brakes. He'll go out and run and drive like a terrible you think the brakes aren't going to work. Well, you know what? The brakes are just fine. Heck, when I had a Tanner get in the car, Jake, there's nothing wrong with the brakes. So it's, it's it's back to that mental thing. So I'm sure it's the same thing with you. When you get to that line. You, when I drag race, of course, I was, just not, I'd was i get up and my foot would start shaking. <laughs> Sorry, because I was you know, drilling, running and everything. So but it's the same way, isn't it, with you? I think,
2: yeah, one of, one of the biggest things is, you know, I've got a lot more experience now than I did a couple of years ago. It's really, yeah. in the grand scheme of it, it's not that many runs. But it, yeah, when, yeah. when you kind of live this like we do, you know, it's all you think about. I'm still thinking about my last run in Houston. Did I really need to pedal it or not? You know, it's kind of that stuff. Yeah, but really having trust in your crew and the guys tuning it and being as involved as you can in what's going in the car, I think really puts your mind at ease for that. And then from there on out, it's just, you know, do your job on the tree. Try and keep everything as consistent as possible as far as burnout, backing up, uh, setting, you know, fuel pump, setting your idle. And then from there on, you know, it's just – it's yep. all, uh, it's all at this point. It's kind of, oh, yeah. <laughs> send it, send it.
3: <laughs> that was, yeah. I was,
2: I was in my head a little bit on my reaction times Cause that's one of, that's one thing I've always prided myself on is really being able to have good reaction times. And I was kind of stuck in this like set 070, 080 deal. And my dad's got the best saying ever. When I get, he can you know, he can always tell when I'm in my head, and he goes, "It's just a big junior dragster." <laughs> and they walk off, and you know, <laughs> so, then you go up well, he goes, "There, he's kind of right." Red light in the first round, yeah. <laughs> diesel with a go kart clutch. As Jordan was <laughs> So Hitting.
1: when was the uh, when was the last time you red lit? Uh, uh, you oh, tried pretty hard to
2: red light red light in one of these cars, really? especially with yeah how we have it set up. Uh, but I know I never had my good amount of red lights yeah. in the junior dragster stuff. So I was. I was double O or nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how
0: much fuel do you burn in a run? That's the other thing. We've got four gallons of oil. So
2: how, so when, when we always drain all the fuel out before we haul the car, it's just safer that way. Oh yeah. To, to fill the main lines and the tank before you run, you're probably gonna put a little under 10 gallons in it. Okay. And then if say you make, you know, the best run ever it's, you're putting at least four gallons of fuel back. Four gallons in a quarter mile. Yeah. I was going to say five is what my guess was going to be from what, what you burn or whatever.
1: That a See, that's a lot of fuel. So
2: sometimes you dump, you know, because everything can change. Sometimes you might sit on the starting line. Yeah, you know, even, even 15, 20 seconds really can burn a lot. A yeah, do you lot. have any water in the thing no. for coolant? No. It's not, just your, the oil is
0: what's doing yep. the coolant in it. Yeah.
2: So and no water. the nitro chilled down to 50 degrees. So. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay. We, we used to be able to chill it down to 40. And then this year, that new rule was 50 degrees. So hmm. it's usually around that 55 to 60 degree range. I wonder why they we're... changed that rule people going too fast i guess no <laughs> oh, it could be i mean that might be what it is i, I think st- they're trying to equal
0: out the blown cars and the oh is that what the they're, they're trying to do cars a little bit but Yeah, 10 degrees i think would make a difference yeah man a little yeah. harder to burn yeah yep. harder to burn and everything else too i didn't realize you actually chill that nitro
1: down that's cool so what's the hottest you've ever seen the car at the end of the run the as like, far as temperature
2: uh, so those cylinder temps can get up there um I'd have to think. I was just looking at one last night, but usually they're around. You know, some of them get over a thousand. That's kind of like the same thing on EGT on the
0: diesels. About eleven 1, hundred, twelve hundred degrees yeah. when you're really working a diesel. Real I just hard figured if too. it's
1: sat there at the mm-hmm. staging lane for quite a while, because yeah. you monitor that in your data
0: acquisition yeah, we too. Got you monitor two in...
2: different EGTs on there. Yep, two. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep.
1: One for <laughs> it's one not, for each you know. bank. Yeah. yeah.
2: It was you know we oh each
0: bank. I figured you'd have one for each cylinder. No. No. no, just eat one for each bank. Okay, you got, so you got two for one each side of the bank. I yeah, said. It, it, What I thought you were meaning was two time. per cylinder is what I was thinking you were saying. But, but, that'd, no, that'd be but, pretty but, accurate. Boy, that'd be accurate, <laughs> wouldn't it? You'd know exactly what you had but uh, uh, from that part. So it's uh, like Trent's not going to call in. I guess I didn't tease him enough to call in <laughs> to get us going. So, hey, just got a few minutes left on the show. 316-462-3673. Anything your car. But most importantly, if you got a question for Aaron on driving his injected nitro fu- uh, dragster, Love to uh, answer any questions or anything you to touch, too. Josh and I have been firing questions at him right and left and everything else, too. So let's get just got a few minutes left. Let's get the phones ringing. 316-462-3673. So
1: what do you think has been the the thing that technology has most improved in in this industry?
2: I would say this, this timing curve stuff. I mean, and, you know, there's uh, some stuff you can do with the fuel now. Like you can set, you know, your pressure. You can literally say, like, at 0.4 seconds i want to have this much pressure 0.8 seconds this much one second this much two seconds this much and you can really ramp that stuff in and out and i'll just actually feel pressure overall. yeah that's just an overall I and mean, there's so many smart guys out in the racing stuff you know i've been blessed to meet some really smart dudes and have uh key stark is a legend kind of in our sport and he helps me out a ton on the timing curve stuff i'm trying to just like soak up everything i can from them but i'd say that's the biggest part is being able to really like Apply power where you want to apply the power, you
1: know. Yeah, yeah, to get it uh, get it going when you want it, right?
0: Mm-hmm. We got another caller coming in here, Aaron. so uh, we'll see who's coming in next. We'll see. <laughs> they might be surprised who's calling in. It. It's not Trent either. Trent, where you at, buddy? Thought we'd have to have a little conversation going on here with Trent about what's going on with the junior dragster out in Denver, but maybe not. Maybe let's not. Let's go to the phones oh, and no. let's
1: talk to Gary. Gary, you're on live with Under the Hood. Go ahead.
6: you guys doing this morning doing great really good are you beating up are you beating up on my kid trying to nowhere near (laughs) what you do we have fired
0: more questions (laughs) at him and i think anybody can do i can promise you that okay
6: (laughs) (laughs) i was listening in he's having to put his thinking
3: cap on
0: yeah when Nick texted me this morning about getting on on the show I said, yes let's go I always love having somebody on the show and everything else like that so excited to get him on here and uh, you got some great questions coming through the chat line and stuff too Gary so uh thanks for calling in man yeah. really appreciate it uh,
6: getting these getting these younger guys to doing this which is it's hard unless you're wealthy is is a good deal the, you know the future of all this depends on these guys that's why that's why I wasn't too hard to give up the seat i'm like you know I, i'm i'm getting old it's your time you know
2: yeah so, it wasn't those 200 reaction times or anything
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yee, so, there we go there we go <laughs> that,
6: that's okay i'm gonna i'm gonna redeem myself at this test session in great man
0: <laughs> oh you're gonna get behind the wheel again are you yeah it's me working. yeah i did it
6: i did in bella rose because he was stuck on the plane flight and and I'm like, okay, I know how to do this. So I bet I'm going to, I'm like, I'm probably going to drive a Thursday at the test session. If, if, if everything, uh, line, if all the planets line up.
2: I better not let anybody or- on the starting line. <laughs> 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 Turn tree off.
0: <laughs> yeah.
6: Yeah. Now you guys have seen the product of what happens when you drag your kid to the races. It's a life. That's, that's how it turns out right there. Oh yeah, so but, but it's it, it's definitely a sacrifice deal, and and uh, it's not for everybody. That's for sure.
0: Oh yeah, I I told Josh on the show earlier, Gear. I just give me that eighth of the throttle stop, and let me take her down the strip just to put that eighth. <laughs> let me see. <laughs> That'd be so much fun for me, I tell you for sure. Yeah. Uh, I
6: you know you get you get used to it. It's, it's a rush. The first, I drove my dad's car, that top alcohol car, when I was sixteen for the first time, and I thought I was. Pretty tough. And I stepped on the gas and let right off the gas. Oh, man, I can't let off of it. And, you know, <laughs> put it right back down. But that initial little hit there, oh, a yeah. little difference in 11 second bracket car. And a, <laughs> at that time, a dragster would run 730s, you know. So <laughs> it's a wake up call. And that's what I try to tell all of these guys that these cars and these kids, these cars that we're putting them in, are, are faster than anything we ever started out with.
0: Oh, yeah. It's you know? a, it's amazing, the learning curve compared to back in the old days, right? I get it.
6: Right. right. And I wasn't afraid to put him in it. He's been watching it his whole life. I mean, but all he'd ever driven was a junior dragster and made two runs in a super comp car and jumped in that thing. So, pretty, yeah. pretty proud he does do the job he does, but I, I do – I have been hard on him his whole driving career and his sister. So.
3: Yeah,
0: I get but, I get accused of that for somebody's mom too. I'm too hard on somebody sometimes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I get it too. Well, you don't want to be soft. No. Yeah. no. Well, you know, and
6: you got to emphasize that. Hey, you can get hurt doing this. I, I I know you're young, and you. I never thought I could get hurt, but you can get hurt. So you got to the safety deals. Got to wake up on that. Yeah, but I just want to call you guys and tell you thank you for having him on there and giving the opportunity to answer some questions for the people around here. And, and, and you know, Great not that far away. And no. i to encourage some people that's never been to go because to go, there are, are going to be some quality cars there. A few more quality cars than I'd like to
0: have there. Sure <laughs> <like> the <winter. laughs> yeah, exactly. Great not very far at all. And uh, for somebody that's not been to the drag strip, you need to go. It would be a blast and a fun and everything else too. That's for sure. That's why the first part of the show, we talking about when to go and all that kind of stuff too, Gary. So uh, uh, for those okay. listeners who haven't been out there, you need to go. Uh, Gary, the other thing I was telling Aaron on, on the, earlier on the show, Lisa and I were just yesterday talking about it's, we haven't cut a new commercial a little bit. We need to redo the commercial. Plus we've got that commercial that we did about three years ago, but it's still a great commercial out front of the building here, burning tires off uh-huh. and everything. You've done that once already. So right. what we're really kind of, what I'm curious about is we need to get you back out of here to redo that and freshen up that commercial again. Of course, I don't want to have to get behind the Mustang and burn any tires either, there you go ah, but anyway for that we, <laughs> so now then are we going to have a battle over who gets, gets to drive your car drive the car and do it burn out in front of the store is that going to have to be you or is that going to are we going to let Aaron do that or what are we going to do
6: well I, th- I, I think he I think he's okay now when he first was getting his license <laughs> He had the throttle stick wide open and he did the right thing, reached over and shut it open off. So, so I kind of trust him. You know, that that was the weekend that he really started getting his license and he was wanting to do that. I go, there's no way, <laughs> you know,
3: yeah. <laughs> and, so, the, th- the but, throttle you know, stuck, he just,
6: just yes, wants yeah. them two big old black ones back out in front of there.
0: <laughs> so, the throttle <laughs> stuck and he had the right instinct to shut her down, huh? Yeah, some, you know, oh, yeah some of these cars it, it, it can load up quiet.
2: on fuel or they can uh, just literally the injector in there can get hung up on silicone anything you know hold and, it open uh, yeah but like you said that eighth eighth of an inch is due the burnout so it's still it's trying to take off on you if it does that but yeah that's about the only thing you can do is reach over there and kill kill all the switches because it's uh it, it is it's not gonna shut itself look off look what'd you
6: say gary he didn't have a good look for me after that. He kind of looked at me like <laughs> trying to kill me. I said, oh, just a test. <laughs>
1: good news is you passed. <laughs> yeah, and,
6: and I've seen some that didn't that wouldn't have done what he did. So you know, but that uh, you know, I, I trained several kids to drive junior dragsters, and that was my big deal. Close your eyes and show me what makes this thing shut off. And yeah. I, you know, he. <laughs> He did that, and that was a good deal. So we we can probably let him be a little dangerous and do that, I guess. <laughs> but
0: don't
6: crash my car.
3: <laughs> don't crash my car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, we got to get a commercial shot, and uh, like I said, Lisa and I were just talking about it yesterday. How we got to get that done, Gary? So maybe you guys get back okay. to the Great Bend or whatever, because I know you're getting the car all ready to go and get things." uh ready for that big race this next weekend right. uh, uh, that kind of thing right. but we need to get we got to get that commercial updated i watched it last night on racing dirt uh and it's still a great commercial but uh, it just needs a little freshen up
6: okay okay
2: so cool. we'll figure
0: yeah. out something from yeah, there. yeah
2: just
6: just uh, we turn right around and go to to dallas two days later or three days later after Drake Bend. but after that we're in that little span because we're going to service everything there because like aaron's telling you. Most of the time at the night we do take it clear apart and a lot of people don't, but we got yeah. to keep good track of this I, I got some really nice parts now and I want to keep them that way.
0: I don't blame it's, you there a bit. It's, cheap insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Very cheap insurance. Yeah, I mean, that's for sure. But, very sure. But, uh, but yeah,
6: you guys are invited to come over this afternoon. I need to really need to pull the rear end out of
0: the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be right <laughs> over, be right over
2: <laughs> the fun part
0: of don't don't worry if i don't show up though okay
2: <laughs> so you don't don't have to cancel any plans if you don't make any <laughs> yeah well,
0: well i hate to tell you, i'm two one thirty two o'clock i'll be heading to dodge city so we can do a little round around racing tonight so
6: there you go so I think you're going to have some nice
0: weather finally. Finally, Godly, I know exactly. So, okay. we well, you guys, we need to give you guys some good luck for next week. We'll be rooting for you for sure. Uh, I know you keep Facebook up updated, kind of how you're doing and stuff like that. Love how often you guys post and what you're doing. So, thanks for keeping us updated uh, and everything else. And go up there and kick their butts and bring home the. I guess you bring home the trophy, but you bring home some cash too, don't you?
6: Yeah, a little. You know, we really want to be good at these division races. It was kind of an honor to be in that Jegs All Star last year, and
1: and and we're going
6: we're going for that again. We're going to try pretty hard, and we've got some awfully stiff competition that's come into our division. Because no matter where you live, you can claim a certain division, and and we got some hitters. I mean, these are all top ten cars that we're racing against, and I you know I I I just feel like we're supposed to do that good, but everybody's been kind of patting us on the back. Because we run so good, and we, we have a, we have a lot of good help on our team. We've got guys that live in Indian Indy. That's a former world champ that comes with us. Key Stark. We got our old our old guy Alan Hartley that's been putting money into this thing for years. And the, the combined brain power of all these guys is pretty good. We just don't get to go run that much compared to the other guys. So we're going to give it a hard shot this next week. And I'm a little determined and going to try not to step on my own feet with a vengeance.
2: (laughs) Yep. Nick Ballman wanted to know when we were going to run 300. So we're going to have
0: to to step it up here. What's going on, Gary? What's happening? Why can't we get that 300 done?
6: (laughs) But I I think a few more mile an hour out of it's
0: a little attainable. We'll see. I don't,
6: I I, I, I always expect the worst and hope for the best.
0: (laughs) Here you go preparation right, well, meets opportunity no Gary thanks well, for calling in and you guys are welcoming the show anytime and good luck and great Ben. and then what would you say you're headed to
2: Dallas next yeah regional race in Dallas yeah, sure. or next week
0: so got a couple weekends good weekends behind you so good luck with all that and uh, keep that Facebook post coming at us so we can keep rooting for you and everything else down there while you're down there and uh, okay, I'd love to come see it great Ben maybe I can get there Sunday next year we'll see Hey, clean the shop Alrighty. up for okay. you get
1: there. <laughs>
6: yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, well, thanks again for all the help and the support.
0: No, thank you, Gary, very much. And uh, we'll keep digging in and helping you, buddy. All righty. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. All right, Josh, uh, we got some more calls rolling. in. Yeah, we, do. we
1: got, uh, uh, let's go to the phones. Let's talk to okay. Delbert. Delbert, you're on live with thanks Under the Hood. Again. Go ahead. Well, good morning. Good morning. How are y'all doing this fine morning? Good man. How are you, buddy? I know we're
4: running short of time. So what I'd like to do maybe next week is uh talk more about MPG on cars, different fuels that you can use and that kind of thing. And what you can do to get better fuel economy.
0: Great idea. I was doing a lot of that last night. We had our Maverick on display down at the uh wind surge baseball game last night and talking to different people about fuel mileages and all that kind of stuff too. So great topic, good idea.
4: (laughs) So we can do that. Maybe even get some, uh, show and tell stuff there, Josh, some, uh, customers, cars that have, uh, neglected them for a little while longer than they should have. And, uh, surely, some, not. uh, air filters and stuff like that and show, show people what, what you don't want to have.
1: We can, <laughs> uh, we can do that for sure. So, yeah. We'll, <laughs>
4: we'll, All right. So I was going to talk more, but let's just, uh, I know it's 10, so let's call it a day and uh, let you guys get back to work and, uh, uh, let uh uh, what's his name stand over there at the rental we're gonna get that van from him so he's done us a great deal out there and everybody else go out there and rent from rent from the mel hamilton guys they've got a great deal over there on your rentals and uh take care of you as much as they can i know they're renting a lot of them out uh, but he was able to take care of me for a 10-day scout. so great job guys glad he took care of you buddy me too we're gonna have an enjoyable time in that transit so Yep, there you go. There you go.
1: Well, thanks for the call, Delbert, and we'll talk to you next week, all right?
4: All right, guys, have a good
3: day. We'll see you next week. Right. Thanks, Bye. buddy. We still got, got
1: Yeah, one more caller on the line here. We'll get uh, get them. Trent did call here. in. How about that? <laughs> I'm assuming it's the right Trent, right? Uh, it's got to be. Yeah. Here, let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Trent. Trent, you're on live with Under the Hood. Go ahead.
3: Hey, yeah, this is Trent. You got me. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Okay.
1: Good. Hey, thanks for if, calling in. We,
3: if I, yeah. If I remember correctly, did Gary clean clean this up? Did Gary tell how many rounds he won? No, oh, Gary yeah, didn't. He, he didn't know what he ate for lunch yesterday. He, <laughs> <laughs> I I think he won the pre race before the race started. I'm guessing that's like six or seven rounds, and then he won the seven ninety, if I remember correctly. But I don't remember how much he did in the big race. I, th- I, so I think only it
2: was one.
4: pretty close to one.
2: Uh, yeah, I only won two or three rounds. I didn't make it too far into the big race. So I get- gave the strike back. <laughs> okay.
4: Okay.
3: But I was thinking it was, I don't know, I think an announcer was saying like 18 or 19 rounds you might- straight or something, but... It- Yeah, we'll we'll take as high a number as you want to throw on the. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm old. So maybe it it was a big fish story, but I know it was a lot around. A big fish story. (laughs) No. Yeah. But you were there to
1: witness it, though, right?
3: Yes, it was incredible. He, he, was, he was on kill let me tell you
1: that yeah so we went down to uh the chili bowl one year and we seen a guy go from what was it like the oh, double q all the way to like made it to the, like the d yeah e. i mean he was a he, he was kept, a going, kept going kept but, going kept going it was uh it was super exciting and you know, even when he got to that point, it wasn't him that took him out. Somebody else hit him and took him out and man, yeah. talk about upset. Oh yeah. I would have been uh I would have been really upset. But it's uh it's one thing to get there and, you know, red light or something that you've done to someone somebody else to take to, you out for or somebody else to take you out. That's that's hard to hard feel to swallow for mm-hmm. sure. But uh yeah, So you
2: were thirteen when you did that?
1: Yeah, I was. yeah. Right before you're, my
2: freshman year of high school.
1: And you're racing against uh the yeah.
2: For sort of this, well, I don't I don't remember if the pre-race was just. I know they had a 13-year-old race, and then there was the 790 index race. Was you know anybody can run 790, so 13 up to 18. Yeah. Yeah, that was. That kind of made me feel like I could be a pretty good little racer there. Talk about sure. some confidence, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. So. Well, anyway, uh Trent, thanks for calling in, and I uh, really appreciate it very much. And uh, we'll get. Gary in here sometime. Maybe we have both you guys on at one. Yeah. time. that might be a little
3: fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think so. But um, <laughs> I was going to say you Gary, might as well not even Gary the same. <laughs> yeah, Gary's the same today as he was back then. Every round he would blow the car completely apart, put it back together, ready for the next round. It was no different now than it was back then. He was always always taking them apart, changing something. It was always crazy over in their pit. So.
0: Yeah, you can always get better. That's what you got to be thinking every time you pick that <laughs> car down He's the racetrack. He's talking about when we were
2: racing junior tracks. Oh, junior <laughs> <racetrack laughs> oh, huh? yeah. He was yeah. tearing them apart. <laughs> yeah, we ran, we yeah, ran three it. cars. So that was always, that was my labor for the weekend.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah. I'll let you guys
3: go. Trey, it was a great you, time. Trying.
0: Good to hear from uh, you. Thanks for calling. Thanks, bud. Anyway, Josh, that's what love about the podcast. We can yeah. go as long as we yeah. need to. Instead of just a straight hour on the radio show, we can, here we are, a minute four in, almost a minute five in. So, love it. Questions. And, uh, Aaron, thanks for coming in. Thanks for the. Even though it was last minute, I don't care. Anytime you're welcome to get on here, love to have you on again sometime soon. Maybe we get you on after the two weekend races and tell everybody how you did at Great Ben, what happened down in Dallas and all that stuff and,
1: and everything else, too. So, if you want to hey. bring your dad, too, that's fine. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we got a mute button right here. <laughs> you're hammering
3: that thing.
1: <laughs> well,
0: anyway, everybody, hey, watch. For, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday morning, 9 o'clock.